I'll be going reading out of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 11. That's Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet showed shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. May the Lord have a blessing to the readers and hearers and doers of his word. Amen. 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 Leave that. Sorry. <laughs> forget that. Praise the Lord, Domitian. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Devil is a liar. Given out unto God and all praises to God and our pastor in his absence, who is given way that I will come and stand in his feet, in his place, to bring glory and praises to the Almighty God. Yes. We want to give thanks to the Lord. Thank you. Heavenly Father, speak. I cannot do this on my own. I can do nothing without you. Speak to your people. Speak to those that will hear. Speak to those that will, will listen and those who will receive your word. That your word might be glorified. That you might be praised. That your name might be exalted. It's not about me, but it's about you. I humbly come unto you, Lord, knowing that nothing can be done. For in you do I have my life and my being, and all of my help comes from you. Speak, Lord, speak. This morning, Numission, I'll be coming from the book of Joshua, and we're reading from Joshua, the fifth chapter, starting at the 14th verse, and then we'll go on from there to Joshua chapter 6, reading from the first to the fifth verse. Starting verse 14. And he said, Nay, but as the captain of hosts 
of the Lord am I now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoes from off thy feet, for this place whereon thy standeth is holy. And Joshua did so. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given unto thine hands Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall come past the city, all ye men of war, and go around about the city once. Thus shall thou do six, six days. That means march around, come past. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns, and the seventh day you shall come past the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they shall make a long blast with the ram's horn, and we should, when you shall hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend upon up every man straight before him. May the Lord richly bless his word. My subject today is, have you received your marching orders? My second question is, have you accepted your marching orders? This message is come upon a time where we're, we're living in very high tension, high tension, uh, racial division and terrorist attacks. People have went about to establish their own way. They have began to set up their own religions, their own beliefs, their own interpretations of what the word of God has to say. But my brothers and my sisters, we as Christians and believers in God and believers in Jesus Christ know better than that. It is not what I say. It is not what I believe. It is not what the people say. It is what thus saith the word of God. I believe that if you are a true believer in the word of God, you will follow the Lord. Not man's philosophy. Even though we have great philosophers, we have great teachers, great leaders in this world, 
they do not, if they're not following the word of God and that they're not trusting in the word of God, then they're maybe leading us into a ditch. The blind cannot lead the blind because they both may fall into that ditch. You get behind the wrong person nowadays, you don't know where you may wind up. So now, we have marching orders. This is not a time where we do like the ostrich. If you've ever seen the ostrich, when trouble comes their way, they stick their heads in a hole in the ground. But they forget one thing, that part of the body is still sticking out. So it is, as if we are believers and Christians in, in Christ, we don't go stick our heads in the ground because there's still that part of us standing out there that Satan and the enemy can strike with a sword or any weapon that he may have. It is a time that we must stand for something. It may be sound like a cliche, but it is true, a fall for anything. You got all kinds of messages going on out here in the world. Some say that they are speaking for us, but they don't even have our interest at heart. You can't believe some of the things that come out of the mouths of man because man has his own self agenda, his selfish agenda. And he speaks lies and hypocrisy. And when he gets in position of power, he changes like a chameleon who changes his color to fit the climate. He turns red when it's red and blue when it's blue. He swings with the wind. But my brothers and my sisters, the scripture teaches us not to be tossed by every wind and doctrine that comes along. And we're living in a time where that we do say black lives matter. They left out one word. Black Lives Matter too. Not that they're saying that other lives don't matter, but we're saying that black lives matter too. And this touches me deeply because I have two sons and grandsons, and maybe one day I'll have a daughter and a granddaughter. I don't know where that's going to come along, but God knows. But when I look at what's going on around these days, I can't help be, but be touched with all the violence that's going on. The killing, the needless and senseless killing that's going on in the world. No life should be stricken out of this world without just cause or without first having due process of law. God didn't make us judge and jury and, and persecutor and executioner too. 
But there is one day that we must all stand before God, the great judge of all. And we must give an account of all that we have done in this world. Whether it be good or whether it be bad. Let, let me get to my subject. Joshua, son of Nun, and his granddaddy, Joseph, and, he, and Moses, his mentor, he followed after them. Joshua was, a, Joshua was a great man of strategy, military strategy. He knew how to organize a battle, a war plan. He knew the right method and the right process to go by in order to accomplish a a strategic warfare that he could defeat the enemy. But in this scripture here, God orchestrated the war. And he said, Jer I have, Jericho has been given unto you. But you go. I have already given it to you. All I want you to do is go and march around the city. I want you to march around that city six days. And on that seventh day, I want you guys to shout with a great shout. And when you shout, that wall will come tumbling down. God gave the instructions. He is the master strategist. One thing about God, his ways are mysterious. How could you tell me that to go march into battle but not fight. Now I'm going to attempt to merge two scriptures this morning because they sound similar. They're very similar to each other. My son just read the first scriptures, Ephesians 6, 13. Putting on the whole armor of God. It is a strange warfare. It is not like any other warfare that we have ever seen in this world. When we, see, when we think of war, we think of the artillery and the military force and guns and, and warfare and swords and all kinds of weapons that are used for destruction and chaos to destroy and defeat the enemy. But God had a different, a different plan. He said, don't, you don't, you don't have to fight. I'm going to do the war. I'm going to do the fight. All I need you to do is get up and get on your feet and get out there and march. The people of Israel thought it was kind of strange. 
But Joshua, being a man of God, was totally obedient. The first day, he got up early, early, before the cock crowed. He got up. He was excited about what God had, was going to do. And just like nowadays, we, we say, now y'all excuse me, I'm not, I'm not being radical in no kind of way, but radical for, for God. Peaceful protests. That was the first peaceful protest that ever took place. It was not anything, they were not to say anything, just be silent and march. And the scriptures say that that, that march, that silence, was so silent that it was deafening. The Canaanites were the ones who had taken over the city of Jericho. The, the Canaanites, the name came from Canaan, the, one, of the, one of the children, one of the sons of, of, of Joseph, one of the grandsons of Joseph. And they had taken over the city and taken captive those Jews, if there were any Jews in the land at that time, they have taken captive of them. And when they heard that Joshua was getting ready to come into the city, they feared what was going to happen. So the scripture, verse 1 said, Jericho was shut up. Nobody could come in. And nobody could come out. Man, they were afraid. They were so afraid that even the silent noise of the boot that trampled the ground was terrifying to them. God is the master of confusing the enemy. My brothers and sisters, we don't have to fight our own battle. But we do need to get up and do something. Stand for something. If you believe that there's injustice in our community, in our society, and in our world, it's our right to stand up. It's our right to march. But make sure when you march and when you stand, make sure that you have God in the middle of it all. The scripture says that they were the, there were the, the soldiers that marched in front. The priests were lined up in the middle. They had the horn, the ram's horn, and then there the people were behind the priest. And then after that, they had the guard, the, the, the military guard in the rear. And what that guard did, he made sure that the stragglers that came along stayed in line so that they didn't drift off into dangerous territory. And, but they knew already how to protest. They knew the right strategy to protest. When you plan a strategy, 
to protest against the powers that be, the evil powers that work in high places, you better know your stuff. You better have your strategy. But most of all, you better know the strategist, the great strategist. Because if you go out there fighting and you don't know the great strategist, you're in a losing battle. Come on, I'm, I'm speaking to the soldiers here today. Some of us, are, uh, we got young soldiers here today who, who, who've been down there in the marches and stand in the lines and they, they stand up for what's right and what's just. Amen. But you young soldiers in Christ, make sure that you have Christ first. Amen. Have God first. Amen. And then everything will work out for you. Not everybody is going to go along. Not everybody is going to agree with you. Not everybody is going to stand the same way that you, you want to stand. I'm sure the, the scriptures say here that the people, the people murmured and made fun of all this going on. They, 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 they jeered and say, isn't that funny? What do these guys think they're doing? Come on. <laughs> Here they're marching around, trumping and going on. They, what they do, they'd march. And then one day, and then they'd go home back to the camp. The next day, they'd get up. They'd get up early. They'd come out. They'd start marching. Right. They'd march. Not a word. Mm-hmm. And they'd march. Not a word. Being obedient to God. And Ephesians says, put on the whole armor. I'm merging these two scriptures because it's significant that they both have the same examples. You're preparing for a spiritual warfare. You're not fighting against flesh and blood. Don't go and get your armor and your right to carry, your open, open carry and march around with your gun on your side. Oh, you have a right to carry that gun, but those who live by the sword die by the sword. Carry it all you want to, but that's not going to profit you anything. Because, but for the Lord of hosts, the Lord of hosts be on your side. Amen. Martin Luther can attest to that. Martin Luther marched. Martin Luther King and his band of men and women, white, black, and red people marched into Alabama, and they all marched in one accord, and they made noise, and it terrified the people. And it, look at these hootlums, these, don't worry about what people got to say about your march. March. Stand for justice. Stand for righteousness with every step. Don't matter about somebody persecuting you. Don't matter about somebody throwing stones at you. They don't do it like that nowadays. They don't pick up rocks and throw it, but they use words. Words can hurt. Don't let nobody tell you words can't hurt. But be encouraged. Amen. 
Be encouraged because you have the Lord on your side. We don't wrestle with, with, against flesh and blood. Don't go out there like this. Go out there like this. Worshiping, praising, giving God glory, giving him praise for all that he has done. Remember that there was a promise made to us years ago under the Constitution, the right to, to protest, the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, to be an American citizen in this world, comparing it to the covenant that God had made with the children of Israel, that he would give them the land, the promised land. God said, this is, I'll give you Jericho, but be obedient. I'll give you what you want, children. I'll give you what you want, people, but be obedient. Let the priest, let the, let the Lord be in the middle of all of it. Let the Lord carry you, brothers and sisters, as you go forth. This is not a shouting message, but it's a message of encouragement because my heart is touched, and your heart ought to be touched by what you see that's going on in this world. You ought to be touched to the point of getting up and speaking up and doing something about it and not just praying. It's okay to pray, and there's nothing wrong with pray. Say a prayer, but get up and move your feet. Praying, and there's a time to pray, and there's a time to move. There's a time to talk, and there's a time to walk. The people marched around the city. I'm glad it's quiet in here. And the, the children of Israel were, were obedient, but the Canaanites were going like, what's going on? When are these people are going to attack? When are they going to attack? They had their swords drawn. Every time they'd walk back, they'd have the swords drawn. You go downtown, they got the pistols out. They're ready for your every move. Soon as you make a wrong move, you're dead. You don't have to fight that way, my brothers and sisters. Fight the good fight. The good fight of faith, believing that justice and righteousness is for all. Not just for some, it's for all. And God made a promise that he will give you the promised land and he will give us the promised land. We stand up for what is right, stand up for what is just, and believe God for what he said and it shall come to pass. All things are possible to with the God that we serve. Nothing's impossible. March, children. March, stand up for what is right in this society, in this world. Stand up for what is righteous. Stand up and believe the word of God that you shall receive if you only believe. The walls came tumbling down, he said, on the seventh day. They shouted with a mighty shout, not just a, oh, 
but they shouted with a great shout. And when they shouted, the walls tumbled down. What walls are up in your life? What walls that you, do you see today that are called that you want to come down? We live in the society with walls of discrimination, walls of prejudice, walls of racism, walls of injustice, walls of supremacy, white supremacy, all kinds of walls of black supremacy. But there's no wall that's impossible for God to bring down. Any wall that God that is put up can be brought down. Just believe and keep on marching. Keep on marching. And those of us that can't march, get on your knees and pray. Pray for those that are out there marching. Pray for those that are on the front line. Pray for those who are out there putting their lives on the line. And don't pay any attention to what the, the haters are saying. Don't pay any attention to what the people are in the media are saying and the people that, that got something to say about you and putting all kind of smears on you. If you know that you're standing for the right cause, stand anyhow. Stand having your learns girded with truth. Having your feet shoed with the preparation of the gospel. Having the sword of the word. That, that's a two-edged sword, the Bible say. That's a two-edged sword. It cuts right it cut up and down what that sword does what that means it cuts through the the, the red tape that has been put up before you that you must not speak you must be obedient to the corrupt laws of this society the corrupt political laws of this society Jesus was the same Jesus Set the same example against the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And the Pharisees were a religious, political bunch of folk. They were. They were. The Sadducees, they were a religious type of folks that didn't believe in spirituality, didn't believe in angels, didn't believe in spirits, didn't believe in the resurrection. And the Pharisees believed in keeping the law and running the country, hiding behind religion. Mm -hmm. We have that same thing going on today. People up speaking, saying they believe in God and hiding behind religion. Yes, they are. More than ever. Using the Bible to, to justify their evil corruption. Right. Using the Bible to justify that they're killing people and depriving people. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of it. I don't know about you, but I've been there. I've been down there. I've been stepped on and abused in this world and this society. I don't know about you, but if you've ever been harassed, if you've ever been harassed by police, if you've ever been harassed and been, been locked up unjustly, if you've ever been treated unfairly in this society, you get tired of it. I'm going to keep it real. Keep it real. But I digress. The Spirit of God has given me love, love in my heart for my enemy. That was the hardest, that was the hardest task that the Holy Spirit had to do, to work in me. That's the hardest task that he has to work in any of us, is to love our enemies. I can love my family, I can love my friends, I can love those who love me. But the hardest part was for me to forgive and to love my enemies. 
But the Spirit did a, did a job, did his job. And the Spirit of God does his job in all of us. When we march, let us march with that love. March with that love toward the enemies. March with that word that we are all God's creation. And we all deserve the right to live in peace and freedom. And that we can walk down the street and not be afraid of being shot. I mean, it's not just police. Our own people, we're killing one another. Some people afraid to go out the door. Older people are fearful. They put, I know people put chairs up to the door and pull the blinds down and put curtains over the doors and put double bolts and alarms all over the house out of fear. Brother, my brothers and sisters, we shouldn't live like that. We should not have to live that way. Every noise, they jump. Every sound, they panic. People look at you, you're afraid. God doesn't want us to live like that. He wants us to stand up and be proud and live the life and live this life and enjoy this life. And that's what we're standing for. That's what we're marching for. That's what we're fighting for. We want to be able to live in a world where we can walk the streets and not be afraid of being destroyed and being killed and being shot. And we want to do that the same to others. We want to do the same to others as we want done to us. That's all, that's all that we're doing. Now, brothers and sisters, I, I know that there are those out there that don't give a crap about that. They just rather go ahead on and shoot somebody and say, hey, you know what? They shot me, I shot you back. That's not the way we look at things. No. I mean, you know, you got people that are doing that. We don't condone anybody killing anybody. I don't care whether it's black, white, red. We are not condoning murder rape and killing. We're not condoning that as a Christian. All we're doing is wanting to pursuit of happiness, which is guaranteed and granted unto us under the Constitution. That's all. That's all. That's all that Israel marched for. That's what they marched for. The, the, the have the land, the promised land, the land that flow with milk and honey so they could live in peace. So they, they can have the, nat the, the, have the things that other folks have. We have, they wanted room, shelter, food, clothing, be able to have the plenty. That's all. They weren't trying to kill everybody. As a matter of fact, once the wall fell down, some of the Canaanites still lived there with the Israelites. Hey, what's wrong with that? What is wrong with wanting to have life? liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. My brothers and sisters, we got to put that whole armor on. As I prepare to close, let us put that whole armor on. That whole armor is the word of God. That's all that whole armor is. That truth, that, that justice, that righteousness, that peace, that love, that passes all understanding. Right. 
That's all that is. We want to change this world. If you want to change this world, it begins with If there must be a change in this world, it begins with You wake up in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, it's okay to say to your enemies, good morning. When you wake up in the morning, you go to your job, and when you go to your, wherever you may recreate, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. You would be surprised how that would work nowadays, especially in these times. Don't walk around with your head down and with your lips sticking out and poked out because, oh, this world's so bad, they done me so bad, I feel so bad, don't speak to me, don't say nothing to me. Uh-uh. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. How do you do? Amen. How are you? Amen. Good morning. Attitude. Good morning. Love. Attitude. Sincere. Not just saying it because sincere. Good morning. How are you? How do you do? How do you feel? Let it respond. Get a response. Don't just say it just to say it. Get a response. Mm -hmm. You'd be amazed. You'd be amazed what response you may get from people that you would consider your enemies. Love. Love casts out all evil. The love of Jesus Christ in our hearts would change hate to peace, to love. The love of Jesus Christ would change, make your enemy your footstool. I, I can't forget the time that this uh, brother was, didn't hated my guts. He, he just couldn't stand me for no. I don't know what it was, it was a, but it was just me just standing up for Christ, but he couldn't stand me for some reason or another. And one day I came on the job, and he brought me a gift. I knew you needed this. I, I, I just don't know why I did it, but I just knew you needed this. I won't say what it is. But my enemy became my footstool. He'd come up, help me clean around my area after work. But ever, I, I always wanted to keep that attitude, and we should always keep that attitude. Hi, how you doing? That's all, and a smile. That's a, that's a gift that God has given all of us, a smile. A smile to my enemy. A smile to my people around me. I don't have to know you. I don't have to know you. But in these days and times, we, we need to pull out the love and show the Jesus Christ in us. We say we believers. We say we believe in Jesus Christ. We say we believe in God. Pull out that now a day, today, as I close. Pour out the love of Jesus Christ. Let people see Christ in you. When you march, when you stand up for righteousness, let the folks see Christ in you. Not a fake, not a fake Christian, Yesterday, Christian, tomorrow's who knows what. Be you in Christ Amen. is my subject. Stand 
Get your marching orders and march in Christ. Amen. Let Christ and God be in the middle of it all. May God bless you and keep you.